0: We're momming today with Dr. Terilyn Sell, psychotherapist, brain health expert, to help us out right now um, as Christmas approaches pretty fast. You know, um, doctor, I remember growing up every year without fail. My mom would put, you know, she just delivered the best Christmas for everybody. And after the last dish was washed on Christmas Day that evening, she went up to bed sick. <laughs>
1: Oh, I, I, yes, <laughs> I can believe I, you know, thinking back because I'm a mom of three, too, and uh, my husband would be like, you need to stop stressing out so bad before all this. Nobody cares about this as much as you do. And I'm like, but I care enough for everybody here. Yeah. Like, and why don't you help I would me? Be just, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a helpful guy. So I can't necessarily say that it was just it was me just internally. Like this perfectionistic thing just started to come out during holiday times or even birthday parties and things like that. It's it's tough. It is so hard.
0: I know. Um, And then so one of the ways I think a lot of people um, help mitigate the stress level is starting early. Right. Or or having a plan or what are things that you can advise um people out there to do as you're trying to deliver for everybody a really special, incredible, memorable, and now
1: safe holiday season. That's a lot. That's a tall order. When you said they start early, I was thinking, yes, we all start stressing out way earlier now than we <laughs> used
0: to. <laughs> well, no way, let me backtrack. So so everyone's like, dude, like how are you like how are your Christmas gifts wrapped already? And by the way, they're not this year, but in years past I've actually shopped, completed, and wrapped literally by the first week of December and I'm like I know it sounds nuts I know but it got it out of the way for me and it helped me to enjoy the season more and reduce my stress level I know it sounds crazy but that's what I did.
1: You know, that's the checking off the boxes thing. Yeah. So, you know, check, 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 I'm done. And you kind of sound type A like me a little bit, like if it's lingering on your shoulders, if I just get it done, then I can move on to the next stressful thing. Exactly. I'm still stressed, but the gifts are wrapped. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I, you know, I think a big thing that I've learned in in my lifetime and, you know, with all the clients is really learning how to say no. And I think this last year with the pandemic, if we can, you know, continue to say no, as it's it's a complete sentence, like, no, don't overcommit. You don't have to overcommit and setting rules around some of that, like your own rules, like, no, I'm not going to, you know, wrap with extra ribbon this year. I'm just going to wrap. You know, um, I'm not going to go to 16 Christmas parties this year because last year we had none. We don't have to do all the things because last year we did none of the things. As a matter of fact, maybe sit back and reflect on the things last year that actually worked because we I think there was a collective sigh for many people last year. Like, oh, I don't have to do any of that. Wow. Wow. You know, there was also isolation and loneliness that went around for some people, you know, but for others, it was like this, wow, I, I don't, I don't have to do that. I see your
0: point. That was interesting. Yeah. I see Mm -hmm. your point, but you know how I felt last year, Mm -hmm. I felt like just to make it special for the few people that we did see. And when I say few, I mean the two people that we saw outside (laughs) of my family of five, I did all the same amount of work to make it extra special. And I, I just felt depressed.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: I was like, all this work for like, for, for, you know, I just, I missed the family and friends that would come over. Even though that was a lot of work, I really missed it.
1: For sure. And I, sometimes I think we don't know what we know until we move through it. Right. Like, so for you, you were like, I missed this. For me, I was like. Wow, after you know doing this for thirty years, I feel kind of relieved, you know. Yeah, no, I hear I hear what you're saying. I told I, it, ma- it makes sense. It does. Like the passing of the torch couldn't happen fast enough, you know. <laughs> That's true. Which daughter
0: or daughter-in-law will um, decide to do this in the future? Because it ain't me.
1: <laughs> well, it's interesting because my middle daughter is the one who just made me a grandma. Congrats. And I, I said to her this. So my grandbaby is a year and some months old this year. So this is her second Christmas. On the first Christmas, though, she was a few months old. And I said to my daughter, I said, learn to set the boundaries now learn to do what you want to do now and don't overcommit because you feel like you have to, you know, you have to please all the family. And I said, I'll, I'll be okay. If you tell me, no, it'll be okay to tell me, no, I'm giving you that permission right now. Um, mm -hmm. Because I know how hard it was. We, we toted kids around three kids. We traveled two hours To get to Christmas Eve and then another two hours to get to Christmas Day and then another two hours to get home. We did all the traveling to make everybody else happy. Yes. Yes. To appease everybody else. And we were so stressed out and tired and my kids weren't home for Christmas morning. And that made me a sad mom until I put my foot down. And I didn't want to have my kids do the same thing. I want them to make their own choices around their family. And I want to give them the freedom to do that.
0: Okay. Um, a, can you be my mom? <laughs> B- sure. There's an application process with a fee, just so you know. <laughs> and, and B, more importantly, can you tell me how that conversation went years ago when you decided that, yeah, you know, we're we're having Christmas at our house in the morning, especially with our three
1: kids. How, how did that work out or not? Well, it worked out because we did it. <laughs> and um, it. I think it was harder on me than it was – It was really my mom and dad that we said no to um, because they live the furthest away. And I remember I I was stressed out over that conversation way before it had to happen, you know, with my husband. And I'm like, I just need to say no. I just need to do it. And I remember getting that pit in your stomach and, you know, you're working your way up into the conversation until I just said, we're staying home this year. And And what happened? And. Nothing. You huh. stayed home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I think sometimes we build up and I think I probably did get a little bit of guilt from my mom, you know, um, a little bit of sadness, that kind of thing. But th- I, this was years ago when we didn't have all the ways to connect like we do now. Mm-hmm. So now she's in Florida. So there's no way that I can, uh, even make it to Christmas, you know? So, Using technology is a huge thing that you could do now. That would have been great then. Cause I would have just like tapped her right in, you know, like let's, let's just zoom call it in now. But yeah. it was, it was hard. And, and I, I have a very big understanding that not everybody has the ability to put down those boundaries without tremendous guilt or even anger you know so we keep doing the things that we really don't want to do just so we don't have to experience all those emotions i understand that i am fortunate that i didn't have to deal with all of that i mean there was a smidge of that mom guilt but that was the very thing that i don't want my kids to have to deal with as much as i can humanly you know not give them the mom guilt you know
0: that is, and you know what because of that i bet you they all line up to see you each and every year um <laughs> I have more questions. We're going to return. Go ahead. On We're Momming Today with Dr. Tara Lincel right after this. And we're back on We're Momming Today with Dr. Tara Lincel talking about ways to manage the holiday stress during these uncertain and stressful times. Um, What other tips would you suggest? Especially, you know, it's for all people, but I'm going to focus on moms out there because. Yeah. I feel like moms kind of do most of it when it comes to the holidays I mean you know anytime I give my husband a gift to buy uh, for somebody like his brother and his father because I never know what to get them um, he buys it on like he'll go out on Christmas Eve and I'll ask him every day I'm like listen I don't know what to get I don't give me some ideas I'll do it just I need ideas I need ideas And he's like, I got it. I'll handle it. I'll handle it. And then literally one year he was at the mall on Christmas Eve and I said, I've had enough. I mean, I just I don't understand. I said I would do it. I just didn't
1: know what to get. So whatever he's he doesn't. He makes me
0: more stressed when he tries to help.
1: Sometimes (laughs) You got to send him the picture of the thing that you want him to get at the moment you want them. Here it is. Uh, Here's the time you can get
0: it. Yeah. Tell me what what to get and I'll do it so you don't have to go to the store on Christmas Eve.
1: I, you know, I think a big part of this is just it, often in marriage, you know, one person and typically it's the, the the woman carries more of the emotional load, you know, so all of the worry and the stress and the and not just emotional load, but also the load of keeping track of everything like in your head. You know, if anybody could see the calendar, the this weird virtual calendar that I have in my head that I have to keep track of everybody's everything in, you, I don't know how I can think. You know, it's like having 400 tabs open on a computer at all times, which, by the way, I do have 400 tabs open on my computer at all times. You know, it's just we we bear that that emotional load. But the thing is, is that we don't talk about how to lessen that. Aside from somebody else needs to help me, right? Yeah. Like if you could only help me, but really the help has to come from within you, which is a lesson to be learned over a lifetime. Um, you know, paying attention to your negative thought patterns. Like if your if your thoughts turn to that negative space, it's time to do something different. Like that is your body and your brain telling you that it is not liking what's going on. Kind of like that canary in the coal mine thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's sending a big signal that all we do is, you know, we power through it usually yeah. you know, until like like your mom then gets sick when when the stress is over. Right. Like, yeah, we can. Re- yeah, we can remain upright throughout the stress. That's the role of cortisol and all those chemicals like keep us going. They keep us standing up, making the cookies, doing the thing. Then it's over and your body legitimately is like and you're done. Yeah. You're done. And-
0: it's like you just know you know it's over and, and your, your body tells you that. And I remember feeling it one of the first few uh, major holidays that I hosted. I was like, wow, now I know what she went through every year. Because it's one thing to constantly be a guest or to have no kids. <laughs> exactly. But when, you know, you've got a house full of 33 kids and then you have work the next morning. When Christmas isn't on behind the
1: scenes, behind the scenes when you're scouring every corner and every everything in hopes that nobody can see that you actually live there, (sighs) you know, like (laughs) nobody can know that we sleep here, right? Nobody can know these things. I, I gave that up a long time ago. I I remember doing that for my kid's birthday parties. like I'm scrubbing down everything within an inch of its life. And then I thought, then people leave. And and the the kitchen floor is a disaster again. You're like, why did I spend all that time thinking that all these people are going to be appreciative of my clean corners? Nobody cares. I know. Nobody well, I would really be. I would appreciate your clean corners. <laughs> <laughs> and that application to be my daughter is well on its way. Right so, you know.
0: <laughs> so I went to um my my daughter had a play date the other day, and I went to my friend's house, and they had just bought a new house. And they moved out of the old house and moved into the new house in record time. She hosted Thanksgiving and she was fully decorated for Christmas. And I appreciated, like, everything that she did. I did. I was like, wow, you're more type A than me in my head. And, <laughs> yes. I went, and I, I was, I was really having a conversation with myself. I'm like, why is this? Bob, like, why am I taking so much note of this and almost like comparing myself? Because I then mm-hmm. went in the attic and took out all the Christmas decorations and started doing it. Like, she lit a fire under my butt. And I'm like, having this mental conversation with myself. I'm like, she's inspired me, but she's like totally stressed me out and made me competitive in the process. <laughs> like,
1: I was like, what's wrong with me right now? <laughs> for Christmas competitive or like decoration competitive that I think that should be a new diagnosis
0: yeah (laughs) I was so happy for her I kept saying I'm like Amy I can't believe you did I mean this is remarkable I've never seen someone do something so fast and so well
1: I mean her house was beautiful and fully decorated I'm like you just moved in who are you I I have a friend (laughs) like that she starts decorating for the holidays like just after Thanksgiving (laughs) And she starts sending me pictures and I'm, I sent her Grinch pictures back. I'm like, how dare you? No,
0: (laughs) like, don't do this to me every year. But do you
1: know what her answer was? And, and this
0: is, this is the moral of the story. She's like, I didn't sleep for three days and I got sick because of it. She's like, I just had to finish. So that's
1: what I did to myself. You know, and I think as moms, we do that to ourselves throughout our lifetime. That's the thing. But I will tell you as somebody, so I'm in my early fifties now, and there's so many things that I wish I would have done differently as a mom, like with that stress level, because it comes out later as like extreme exhaustion, yeah. you know, and that's not a place you want to be as a, as a grandma or when you're watching your kids. Cause that's all we do. We, we wait for our kids to grow up and, you know, we try to capture as much time as we humanly can. And then we're tired. And I think so much of that exhaustion is that perpetual hamster on a wheel, trying to make sure everything is perfect for them. And, you know, it takes a toll. It takes a toll because we honestly forget about ourselves in that process. Yeah. And because everything is for everybody else and, you know, we run this thing in our head. It's selfish if I don't, well, you know, I don't think being a mom is being a selfless all the time or not taking your care of yourself at all. Like eating, even eating, eating good foods. Like I remember when the kids were little, I would make sure they were fed. I hadn't eaten, you know, everybody else ate. I didn't. I'd be like, what did I eat today? Did I, did I actually do that? Or even around the holidays, you're cooking and baking, whatever, making sure everybody tastes good to everybody else. You don't care. Cause you're still in the kitchen, you know? Yeah. So. Paying attention to those basic things like eating, you know, stress makes us reach for bad things. Not, I shouldn't say bad things, but things that we don't need in large amounts like sugars or carb loaded foods, because that's like us seeking comfort in our own way too. Um, Instead, just one thing to think about is opting for more protein filled foods every couple hours helps stabilize that blood sugar, which keeps our stress levels lower. Mm -hmm. And it also fuels our brain chemistry. Our neurotransmitters rely on protein. So serotonin and dopamine and things like that. They rely on protein. And wouldn't you rather have less stress when you're going through this? If you can make your stress level from a 10 to an 8 just because you ate protein every few hours, that would be easy and better.
0: And then in this um, chaotic day and season, um, I I know another tip is to work out, but I I almost find that (laughs) one laughable. (laughs)
1: not on my list. Did you notice that? (laughs) (laughs) And yeah,
0: in between all the shopping and the cooking and the working, go to the gym.
1: Right. Well, I think we need to re-identify what it means to work out. I I just think it means move more. Yeah. You know, and that could mean just going for a walk. Uh, It doesn't I we we've taken this workout thing. The only way or place we can do it is on a treadmill or on a stair stepper or whatever, or in a gym. That is it. Like, Are you kidding me? Our ancestors didn't have gyms to go to. And if we don't go to a gym, then we think we're doing it wrong or we're not doing it enough, you know, or we're not enough. Right. So you're running around already. Maybe some of the quote unquote workout that needs to be done during this time is things like meditation and yoga. And I'm not talking about hot, sweaty yoga. I'm just talking about, you know, mindful yin yoga. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, okay. So bringing it down instead of like amping yourself up, bringing it down. You're already running around enough. And, and then there's the financial stresses. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if that's you, a whole other podcast, I think. Well,
0: I guess if you could do it in 45 seconds, what would you say to people <laughs> who, you know, they, they just, they, they, you know, they try to have the best holiday that they can with their families, but then they've got to pay for it.
1: Uh, well, and we let's the, the payment, the price we pay from financial stress is emotional stress, yeah. really, which also then equals physical stress. And then your immune system is down. So it's a whole thing. So it's OK to have a budget that is reasonable. Right. If you're OK with paying the financial price later, then I guess <laughs> pay it later. But most people aren't because when we buy something in the moment, we're not necessarily thinking about. The logic behind it. We're thinking about the emotional right now, like, oh, they would love that so much or isn't that adorable or all those things get us to buy. Right. And we're not thinking the logic, but maybe, you know, I'm going to be short on rent in February, maybe not January, but maybe February.
0: You know, what what I'm hearing from you weaved throughout this podcast is just, you know, I don't want to say set a low bar, but It's okay to just accept what what your limitations are. You know, the holidays are the holidays. You want to buy a lot of gifts, go for it. If you don't, you don't.
1: No one's going to judge you. Everyone's going to be happy. You're your own worst judger. I mean, you're the one one setting the bar super high for yourself. But, you know, the key that you pointed out here, and I just want to say this because I use this all the time, in order to end our suffering... We have to accept things as they are. And so acceptance is really the key to ending suffering. And acceptance doesn't mean agreement with, like, maybe you don't agree that you can't spend, you know, a large sum of money on your kids. You don't agree with that, but you have to accept that it is how it is right now. Yeah. Um and that could change next year I don't know, but acceptance really is the key. So if you're out there and you're suffering and you've got depression or any mental health thing, you you are definitely suffering. You have to look at your life and think about the things that you actually need to accept in order to not suffer through it. And I think that's key because we have otherwise we have all these expectations and expectations unmet are actually suffering. <laughs> You know, because we're, we're not in acceptance of how things are, or what things actually are.
0: Dr. Cell, thank you for the conversation, the advice, and the laughs, because um, I think I got myself through some stuff in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me.